This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chip Scoggins is with us. He is always with us. And I'm going to talk over his open as you're getting ready to hear the music. Yeah, there we go. What do you think about that, Harrigan? I just started talking right away. Yeah, I'm sure Chad, I'm sure uh, Chip does not appreciate you talking over Rocky Top. Just let it play out, boys. <laughs> Do they play college basketball? Are they in the men's or women's tournament right now? Yes, uh, although we are running out of steam as we go into the uh, tournament. We lost our point guard, so not exactly fire. We're banged up, so we're not firing all cylinders. Early in the season, it looked like they might be a team that might make a run in the tournament, but yeah, I don't know. They look like they could draw Duke in the second round if we win the first round or so. I don't know. It doesn't. I'm not hopeful. We'll say that. Dave sounds like he's making excuses. I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, what's happened to you, Mister Optimistic? <laughs> Have you seen us play lately? It hasn't been pretty. <laughs> I was stunned because I. Now, if we don't have overrated, underrated, properly rated today just because we've done so much on Bud. Uh, yeah. We've talked about this before. I I used to love, love, love college basketball. I think college basketball now is so overrated. I mean, if you watch the NBA and you watch college basketball and you think they're close, you need to seek medical attention. My kid told me that ASU made it last night. I was like, are you serious? ASU made yeah. the tournament. Um, I yeah, I think they were the last team. You know, I, yeah. it is funny when you watch the skill level at the NBA level. I mean, it's it's off the charts. Like, even the bad players, right? if you just watch them shoot, they never miss, like in, in, in warm-ups and all that. And then you go to, you know, a college basketball game, and it's painful to watch sometimes the offense. But uh, I've become a big Kansas Jayhawks fan because of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching them, but the product in general in college basketball – uh, I thought it's been really poor this year. I agree. I've I've tried to watch games outside of the Gophers. It's rough. It just is really rough, you know. Um, I think a lot of us knew this. Another guy leaves the Gophers through the transfer portal. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's not surprising that, that Henley left. Um, I think most people thought that was going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. I know he was – he was tight with uh, the Evans kid, the recruit that was going to be here and not here, and went to Louisville. Um, Louisville that won, I think, three games. Yes. <laughs> is that basically just cash, NIL money? That's what that is. Yeah, 
I mean, that'd have to be the biggest part of it. I would think you can't say you're going for a winning culture when the no. team won three games. No. So I, um, I would think the NIL is probably a, a significant part of that. So I, I don't know where Henley um, matches up. You heard those rumors um, throughout the end of the last year, but this is, you know, as I've, uh, I've always said, you know, the portal is a two way door. I mean, yes. just because someone leaves, Ben has to really, really be good in the portal this, this offseason. And um, you know every year now, which I think, to go back to your point about college basketball and the product, Chad, I think just the fluidity of player movement now has hurt that, that, that product. It just seems like teams are constantly rebuilding and trying to, you know, find some chemistry and having a new identity from year to year with so many guys leaving and coming. So, um, but it, this is how, this is what it's going to be for Ben again, again this year. I mean, it was his first two years. And so he's going to have to bring in some, I think a minimum, a minimum of three uh, experienced guards through the portal. Speaking of golf for basketball, uh, I reached out like a lot of people did uh, to try to get Waylon on. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get a no. I didn't get a re- uh, reaction. I know she's reacted to my tweets. Are you surprised that Lindsay hasn't talked at all since everything uh, happened? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of emotion for her, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think we talked about it last time that this for is sure. um, the first time in her basketball life she has not won at a really high level, and I'm sure that was hard for her to come to grips with, hard to process, and so I'm sure it's an emotional time for her. So I, I guess it doesn't surprise me that she wants to let some time pass and maybe her emotions and, you know, kind of process it more before she, you know, figures out what she wants to say publicly because the whole idea that she was going to show up to that press conference and play along with the notion that she yeah. resigned, Ridiculous. and she was not going to do that. You know, she she was not going to do that, right? Um, and so I guess, I guess I'm not too surprised, but I do think she will at some point because that's just who she is and yeah. her connection to this state. And I, I, I've heard that she really had talked to the players about, you know, staying and seeing this through and you came here for the school and, and, you know, finished the job. And that's why I think you saw, I think three of the four freshmen or maybe all four of them now uh, have come out and said that they're going to stay and not go into the portal. So that was good news uh, for the program. Yeah. She went out of state, which I get. Um, sometimes it just happens. You make a decision. It's just better for me not to talk. And, mm-hmm. Guess what? All sorts of stuff happens. Uh, about nine minutes ago, uh, Mike Garofalo reporting. Um, let me just make sure. I'm going to look at this real quick. Uh, yeah. Mike Garofalo reporting the Vikings are signing Josh Oliver. I know you love him. He's a uh, tight end who, by all accounts, is a excellent blocking tight end. So, we got Hawkinson. Do we do we have Johnny Munt, or is this are we saying goodbye to Johnny Munt? That would be my and I did Google Josh yeah. Oliver because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not big, not not familiar with Josh, but <laughs> I, I would guess this, you're not going to have two blocking tight ends, right? Yeah. Um, and he's getting a pretty significant, uh, what did it say, twenty one million over three years. So um, eleven, eleven guaranteed. Yeah, eleven guaranteed, and and I think O'Connell. That's you know they were in the three wide receivers. Uh, so often last year, I think he would like to use some of the two tight end sets, and this allows you know you have a blocking tight end and Hawkinson, um, who's you know that hybrid tight end receiver type. So uh, I guess it doesn't surprise me. Um, they still have to have some moves to get under that. Yes, 
what were they, $7 million, $8 million that they yeah. still needed to, to whittle down. So And they I, renegotiated I Hicks, right? Yep, that helped. Yep. That helps. I think I think it's pretty logical for a lot of people to say, and I get it. I mean, you, you made a good case. But I think a lot of people might say, now, wait a second, if you're going to have this little cap room and the defense was that inept, are you going to have enough room to add defense players? I I still think we're going to get a couple other moves, right? We got to get Delvin yeah. and Harrison in some way, right? Well, Either renegotiated or bye bye bye. Yeah, I, and, and I by the way, uh, Darius too, right? So Darius, correct? Yeah, so Darius, um, obviously, you know, has been reported he wants out. Yeah, my my guess is with Zadarius and Dalvin Cook, they're probably trying to trade um, to see if you know you can get more picks. Um, yeah. Harrison Smith, it sounds like they're trying to renegotiate. You just have to figure out what the number is there before you have to, you know, if he's not going to accept it, then you have to, you know, release him. But I'm, I'm guessing they want to keep him at a, you know, a smaller number. But I, my guess is with Dalvin Cook, uh, you're probably trying to see if you can find trade partners before you have to you know, make the ultimate call there. I think the chances are slim. I really do. I, you know, it's just running backs who are older and yeah, uh, numbers. Uh, we're a little shorter today because we've we've had so many guests on Bud. Um, yeah, as as you have consumed all this over the last couple of days, and you've been here for a long time, so you've dealt with Bud, but you didn't cover him coaching. But you've you certainly know Mike well, and yeah, what has kind of stood out most to you about everything that's happened over the last forty eight hours? Yeah, and and uh, you know, I'm still relatively new to the state, so I would you know I didn't grow up here and. And obviously didn't get to cover Bud, but I, I that's I such do a know Mike that's well. such a Minnesota answer. How you how long have you been here now? Twenty five years? Twenty twenty three years. Yeah, I know. That's how it is. Erica, this is <laughs> I'm relatively new here. I've only been here twenty three <laughs> years. Right. I mean basically almost half your life you've been here. But for Minnesota standards, Chip is still new to Minnesota. I've, I've been here for thirty eight. People, people still remind me. Yeah, people still remind me of an outsider. But you know, I had I'm glad you had Mike on uh, today, and I had a chance to talk to him for an hour last night, and um, just to hear the stories of being, you know, Bud's kid. Um, Right. I I think the thing that's really stood out to me, Chad, is just the reverence that this state had for Bud that really felt like, to me at least, increased as time went on. Yes. And Mike thought it had a lot to do ironically, with the garage sale, yes. <laughs> that Bud didn't like to go out in public when he was coaching. Obviously, he was very quiet and reserved. But as he got older and later in life, he had these garage sales, and people loved it. They came up and shared stories with him, and, and they told him how much they loved him, and I think right. he really got a kick out of that. So I think his, 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 his dad understood like his importance and how people in this state and the way people revered him. And so I'm glad he got that to experience that and understand that and was appreciative of that. And that, I think that really, to me, has come through loud and clear the last, you know, 48 hours with seeing the reaction from within the state. Can a pro coach still get that reverence with everything that is going on right now? Not, not just appreciation for winning, but your word is perfect. The reverence that, that Bud and that reaction, that connection he had. In today's world, it'd be hard. Um, with with the media, social media, cynicism, all that, I think it'd be hard. But I think it was his personality. Don't you think some of it was the stoicism, the mm. eyes, the way he yeah. treated players, the way people looked up to him, the way he went about 
coaching. I think that was a part of it. Like that was so endearing to people, but his personality, the, the site, you know, obviously the cold weather and his short sleeves and so it almost became mythical a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, his personality, yep. it, I think it'd be harder today yes. than, than it was when he did it. And, and I just think for all those reasons, um, the sports world is just different and the way we consume it and view it and talk about it is different. So I think it was just unique to him and, and, um, I'm glad he later in life really felt like that love coming back towards him. Another great long feature from you this time on the Maple Grove hockey team. It's absolutely worth checking out. Star Tribune, startribune.com. Uh, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's not easy to summarize, but what, what did you enjoy most about that opportunity? Well, I, I grew up in Tennessee. We did not have hockey. I knew nothing about hockey when I came to the state. And I got here in 2000, January, right before the state tournament. Everybody's talking about this thing, the greatest thing ever, and you have to go see it. And I'm like, really? A hockey state tournament? And then I went there, and I went down by the locker room after a game, and the door flies open, and Tom Petty's playing. The, they have the music in there. I won't back down, and these kids are going crazy. And it hit me. I was like, wow, this thing is different. This is special. So I always wanted to see what that looked like for kids for the week going up to a state tournament, what they went through, dyeing her hair, all the, you know, things behind the scenes. And Maple Grove and their coach, Todd Berglund, allowed us that access, and we spent a week with them, and it was just fabulous. And just to see that bonding and teenagers getting to, to experience this great thrill of playing in a state tournament and what that meant and what it felt like for them, I just loved it. And you could just see how much that tournament means to hockey players in this state yeah, and for sure. hopefully we got to show that in the story so I hope people check it out it was great all right man we'll uh, we'll talk next week if not uh if we don't talk sooner thanks chipper all right all right brother we'll see at chip scoggins and again it's a really good it's the kids are great chips writing is peerless uh carlos with some great photos so uh star tribune star tribune.com this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, we're going to try to get to a few items outside of uh, Bud 
the last uh, 25 minutes away from sports. I'm going to I'm going to tell one last story uh about Bud and it's uh it's tied to my father's funeral. My father would pass away October 18th. Uh 2020's birthday is coming up on Wednesday. And uh this is at a point um with COVID where we could not have a big event in anyway. I you know, we would have had a larger funeral for sure. I don't know what else we would have done. People would have asked if we could have carried it. I honestly don't know if I would have done that or not. I have no idea. Um, so we had it at my father's place in St. Croix. And the family was there. And then um, there were about six or seven people outside of the family were there. Uh, Bruce Rubinger, his longtime uh, business partner. Sheldon Burns and his wife, Sharon. Oh, Bruce's wife was there, too. Um, Ron Zemanski, a great close friend and, and attorney. Uh, um, Bob Hagen and Bud Grant and his wife, Pat, I think, and then everybody else's family. And three of us spoke. Uh, I, I spoke first. Bud spoke second. And my son, Hunter, spoke third. Again, my favorite part of it is Hunter because I thought Hunter was spectacular. And he's had to listen to my babble his entire life. I do this for a living. And then it's Bud bleeping Grant, right? thought Hunter was great. The one disappointing part of it is uh, Carla was going to convince me to record it and so it was recorded, but I did it like it, uh, I was kind of holding the mic, but holding low. And I was kind of pivoting and talking to like, you know, 24, 25 people, something like that. What turned out it was one of those mics you had to hold super close. And I did not realize it. So I felt foolish efforts. The guy was in broadcasting. I didn't hold the mic close enough. Now, you're not the engineer. Bud Hunter, Bud was sitting. Hunter was standing, but just kind of off to the side. They did it better. Bud was great. A lot of it was what was life like in the 40s when he met my father and what is life like now. So we did the serious part. Then we had food. Yes, I had Tim Murray come out and honor my father, and we had we had Murray's. It seemed like it was just the right thing to do. And then I said, I want people to share more humor stories, and Bud was great there, okay? And Bud um, was emotional multiple times during his eulogy. For my father, uh, as part of um, the Jewish tradition, when you go to the cemetery, um, you grab the shovel and you place a small amount of dirt into um, where my father has now been lowered. And the day started out like a very typical winter day. We had pushed it off a day because we had had five, six inches of snow. And um, it just looked like it was going to be that way. So when I was planning it out, we just moved it back one day. Well, by the time we drove from the St. Croix to where my father's buried, the weather turned kind of ugly. And it was cold and it was kind of sleeting out. And all of us outside, Bud and Pat, 
were standing outside. And so all of us had taken that. And I kind of looked over at Bud, and he, he, I mean, tears are in his eyes. And he was struggling that day getting around. But I will never forget, as I told you, when, when Bud wore the golf shirt for the Viking Seahawks game, and he told Hagen, if you're determined enough, you can do anything. Bud opens the door, and he's struggling mightily to get up. But he was determined enough, and with tears in his eyes and with me holding him, he took that shovel, and he made sure he told my father he loved him again. And, you know, we, uh, we've all lost people, and as I said earlier, just because of those two, um, Probably not as much Saturday, but yesterday. It just brought back a lot of memories of my father, but it brought back that. And so then now there was, a, you know, Bud was the last person who was up to me, so I just kept going with the dirt until it was all gone. And, I mean, I mean, it was for my father, number one, and by far I was going to finish. But, again, did seeing Bud struggling, but there was never a second's doubt that he was going to get up out of that car and do it. Did did that provide some inspiration? So it was a reminder of how much they loved each other. And I have no doubt somewhere after, pretty quickly after Bud saw his wife, Pat, and his son, Bruce, who left too soon, that my father was the next person. And my father probably was lining up all these sports people to talk to, and Bud was probably going, okay, that's fine. Let me talk to them, but also a lot of other people. But in some way, somewhere, they're happy again. Um, thank you so much for listening to a lot of the stuff we've done today. Mike Grant was fantastic. We had Mike on, Bud's son, for two segments at the start. Uh, we had Patrick Royce on. He's just Patrick. We had Ahmad Rashad on. And Chip, along with some other sports, we covered. So a lot on Bud today because he richly deserves it. Uh, I put out a decent amount of photos, including the Star Tribune photo, along with my father's uh, gravestone. Um, another picture of my father and Bud. There's one more I'm going to post on Wednesday, which is my father's birthday. But birthday. But so if you want to see any of that, uh, at Chad Hartman Show, and also follow this man, Dave Harrigan, at Dave underscore Harrigan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Biggest local story of the day from the Trib site. Ten more people in charge of the ongoing $250 million federal food aid fraud case involving the nonprofit Feeding Our Future. Excellent work, as always, from uh, Stephen Montemayor. The additional charges in the case, which was uh, first filed in September, bring the total to 60 defendants in the Luger, Andy Luger-led 
case. Our work is not done. In outlining the charges, that was Luger. Luger uh, singled out allegations against Kosser Jama, 41 of Egan, indicted for part for an alleged $3.7 million scheme to falsely claim she served almost 1.5 million meals to children from September 2020 and February 2022. Luger said Jama claimed to operate federal food sites in uh, Pelican Rapids, Burnsville, Minneapolis. In Pelican Rapids, she allegedly claimed to serve 2,500 meals daily to needed children. Pelican Rapids' population is, guess what, Dave? 2,500. Luger said Jama used phony invoices and none of the children's names on the reimbursement forms match any of the children enrolled in school in that town. (laughs) She allegedly reached out to a friend for help in inventing new names as the scheme wore on. Luger out of the Jama did not even operate a physical location in which she claimed to be serving meals. How? I don't know, arrogant, confident, chutzpah, or maybe most importantly, convinced are you in the lack of oversight in this system that you can go to Pelican Rapids, again, population 2,500, and then claim you're serving 2,560 needy children meals a day, and they're making up names. And I got it. We were funneling a lot of federal money, a lot of federal money. And any time in our country's history, when we funnel out that much money, you're going to have a level of oversight which is not there. This continues to be staggering. It was when it's first reported. Luger is brilliant at what he does. We don't know what else they're working on. But, again, where's the decency? Where's the compassion? Where's caring at all that money, which is supposed to be helping us out during this time, and we're just going to find a small town? Pelican Rapids, by the way, underrated. Have you spent much time in Pelican Rapids? Not a lot. Yeah. Well, Pelican Rapids doesn't care for you. It's named after a heck of a bird. Yeah. Got to like a pelican. Yeah. Eh. Whoa! Little You're too, anti-pelican. A little too jolly. Oh, I like the little, I like the gel. Uh, the gel. Look at all the fish you can get in there. A little too jolly. Mm. You know, tighten up. Get some Botox, pelican. Oh, calm down. Yeah, come on. They've got they go on so the, superficial. Go on the internet. So superficial. They got stuff to. Maybe it's me because I'm 57. <laughs> I'm checking out that part of my neck and making sure <laughs> it's tight. But you just you're just going to small towns and making bleeping names up allegedly <laughs> yeah right <laughs> for sure deserves her opportunity in court so what's next what do people still want to know they want to know because we got a lot long way to go still with the money right even though they're on their way um of the 60 people now charged six have pleaded guilty Three of the two new, ten new defendants announced the money have been charged via felony information. The ten new defendants, well, for court court appearances, 
this week. There's a lot more information still coming out. I still think one of the, and by the way, tell me what you still want to learn. 651-461-9226. Among the text, do you understand the scheme went on so long with so many obvious gaps in it? Where was the oversight? Absolutely. And again, as I said, in our country's history, in our state's history, in all states' history, when you have uh, an extraordinary amount funneled out, many times for very legitimate causes, other times for the wrong reasons, you're going to have some things slip through, $250 million. So that's a fair amount. I still think a lot of people look at the Ellison explanation. When he says that they alerted the feds and feds became aware of it and it was far from the end of it. So more money would continue to go out and the feds said, don't arrest anybody yet. We want this to continue to develop to try and see who else we can trap and arrest in this wave. And tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars still went out. I get the concept, Dave, of a state attorney general going to the feds on this. The feds are really going to say with this amount of money, that's the part. Isn't that still one of the parts when you look back at the story and we're reminding in today and you say, how long were the feds? How much money were the feds willing to continue to put out there while this was going on? I mean, really that type of cash? Head scratching. It is. It is awfully, awfully baffling. All right. You want me to take a break on time? One time? Couldn't hurt. One time today? It's it's been kind of a bud palooza. It's right. been a wonderful bud palooza. Yeah, forty seven past two. You want to react to what I said about feeding our future? You certainly can. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Mike Pence and some political courage. Is it a smart political move? And why is he talking now? That next. Mike Pence. Remember, remember Mike Pence. He once was the vice president of the United States. Was that with H.W. Bush? Donald J. Trump. Uh, really? Well, people once were, uh, well, I know most of them were just uh, strolling around just very casually. Tourists. Tourists. Yep. Including the QAnon shaman. He, they, they brought him in. Mm-hmm. Brought him in again. Just a happy-go-lucky fellow. Yeah. Who just, you know, Come on in. Caught up with the wrong group. He didn't mean, he didn't want to be no, there. Not at all. Didn't mean to. I don't know. Some were, were uh Saying, hang Mike Pence. Some wanted Mike Pence to die. And then, of course, we had this guy who was the president, Donald J. Trump, who watched this hour after hour after hour. He said he wasn't watching it. Yeah. Loved it. (laughs) Loved it. Because he thought delusionally, because he was meeting with Sidney Powell and these other fools, that they could just take the Constitution and go, ah, come on. Come on. That's old. Ah, We're done with that. So Mike Pence, who basically is running for president, even though he's not formally announced, he's got the book out, and he speaks the other day, and he tells the truth. I don't want to give him a ton of credit for just telling the truth, but at least he's naming Trump when others are still playing the game. President Trump was wrong 
about January 6th. Oh, bravo. I mean, someone who, who apparently his eyes work and his life was in jeopardy. His family's life was in jeopardy. He added that. I had no right to overturn the election. He had none. Zero. Zilch. They lost in court over and over and over and over and over again. After his reckless words, back to uh, Pence here, and, and his reckless words endangered my family and everyone at the Capitol that day. And I know the history will hold Donald Trump accountable. No bleep, right? If you have a shred of objectivity, a shred, a speck, a minuscule amount, that's all correct. Mike Pence, who wouldn't leave, showed absolute courage when a lot of people would not have stayed and knows that Donald Trump didn't even check on him for days. Think about that. He's in the Capitol while it's overrun by a certain element. Not everybody. No one has ever said everybody. But certain people who are intent to use violence to overturn the election. Donald Trump watched it, didn't do a damn thing. Did he check with Trump? Or did he? Did Trump check with Pence that day? Of course not. Had to be forced hours later to do something about it. But when it's political purposes, and Mike, uh, Mike Pence needs the Trump folks to vote for him. He needs MAGA. You know, MAGA is a huge percentage of the Republican Party now. This hurts him, right, by saying this? Because a lot of the MAGA folks are like, no, Mike, I watched Tucker last week. This was nothing. Uh, Biden uh, didn't campaign. He stole it. Donald Trump really won. So he's telling the truth, which should be novelly accepted, and I don't want to clap too much for telling the truth, but for political purposes, by naming his guy and their guy, it hurts him. The thought might also be that he doesn't have the mega folks and he's not going to get them anyway. So why not go after the more moderate Republican side, I guess? I don't know about moderate, but maybe the more traditional conservative Republicans who know that Donald Trump is just an opportunist. Yeah, I think he's a fraud. A lot of people in the party that say, "Okay, we're done. We're moving on. We're moving on. So, I mean, you can be Mike Pence and be the one to move on. Name your former boss. You know, say, you know, do the, ah, it was him. Yeah. Maybe he's just said Trump's got his 30% no matter what. Mm-hmm. They they could watch him, as he said years ago, shoot somebody in, on Fifth Avenue and they still would support him. Yeah. And he's trying to carve out his niche. I don't see his path at all. I really don't. And I think more and more people are making a really good point on DeSantis that he's, that he's had his type of success in Florida, but as a campaigner in other areas. It's really not that much on the uh, on on the speech and stuff like that. So we'll wait and see. We got to go. Thanks to uh, in particular Mike Grant for coming on today and talking about his father, but also Ahmad Rashad, Patrick Ricey, Chip Scoggins. As always, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at Chad Hartman Show at Dave underscore Harrigan. H Lake is in for Jason. Any window issues? Check out Infinity for Marvel Windows. You can do that by checking out Lindis Construction. Enjoy the afternoon, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 